This podcast is brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. Hello and welcome to NHS Careers Untapped. The NHS is one of the largest employers in the world, but most people when they think of a job in the NHS think of doctors and nurses. However, the NHS is so much more. There's a huge variety of jobs you can do, suiting all interests and personalities. In this podcast, we will be talking to people working in the NHS, in jobs you might never have heard of before, finding out exactly what they do, how they came to be working in that job, and what they love most about it. In today's episode, I'm joined by Steph, and you are a physician's associate. Is that right, Steph? Yeah, physician associate, exactly. Physician associate, fantastic. So can you tell me a little bit more about your job? Yes, of course. So I have been working as a physician associate for about six, seven-ish years now. And I've been at Great Ormond Street for coming into six as well. So at the moment, I work in plastic surgery. I've been here two and a half years and I used to work at SNAPS, which is our general surgery department here at Gosh as well. I'm also the education lead for physician associates at the Trust as well. So I'm working to get PAs more established in the Trust and also to make sure that we have good development pathways and opportunities for career progression and development. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, that's really important, I think. So you've been doing the job for about six or seven years. How did you get your job and what kind of training was needed and how long did that all take? So I always wanted to go into medicine in some way, shape or form, but I didn't know which way to go. So when I was at school, I did my A-levels in biology, chemistry, psychology, I think, and I knew, yeah, I wanted to go into medicine somewhere, but I wasn't certain that I wanted to be a doctor because that's always what I think what you first think. The options, doctor or nurse, when you're at school. Because I wasn't sure, I went into a life science. So I studied anatomy as an undergraduate degree for four years because I enjoyed biology and I thought that was a good place to start and then I can kind of see where I go after that. So I did that, finished university, and again, we're still deciding I went to an open day about physician associates. So I did my undergrad in Dundee and there was a course in Aberdeen at the time. And at that point in time, there was only two university courses to be a physician associate. So I went to that open day just because I'd heard of them and I thought, oh, it's near, I'll go have a look. And the job was kind of sold to me there and then. It was working with patients, seeing them, diagnosing them, treating them, working with patients and families. and it was a different route into medicine that I'd never heard of and never even considered. At that point in time, I'd been studying at university for four years and I didn't want to do medicine where I'd be there for another four or five years. I wanted to just start working and get stuck in. And that was the big thing that kind of drove me to be a physician associate. And what I also liked about the role was the flexibility. So you can work in general practice, a&E, neurology, paediatrics, and you can kind of decide what you want to do. So I started the course. I applied to St. George's University, and that was the other place that did the course at the time. I moved back down to London, where I'm from. 
And that course was two years. So it's a really intense course and you can only get into it at a postgraduate level. So you have to have an undergrad degree in life science of some sort. So I got on the course. The first year was very much theory-based, learning about all the different systems of the body, doing placement in general practice for one day a week, every week. You're really thrown into the deep end because you've got so much to cover in a short amount of time. Then the second year of that course was basically all placement-based. So you're in different placements throughout different trusts and different departments. So that included general practice, A&E, psychiatry, pediatrics, just the name of few. And so you're rotating through all those different departments and getting stuck in. And I was lucky enough in my second year to be offered jobs in multiple places where I'd done placements. So once I passed, I started working in general practice for a year. So in order to pass, you've got to do a few different exams. You've got to do a university exam and a national exam, which includes an OSCE, which is your role play exams, essentially, which are really, really tough, but they really do prepare you well for working as a physician associate. So yeah, I started working general practice for a year and then this job at Great Ormond Street came up and I applied for it because I enjoyed working with children and, I, and you know, to work at Great Ormond Street is, a, is quite a renowned thing and, and everyone kind of, especially in paediatrics, like looks up to that and I wanted to work with these amazing patients that we do have so that's that's kind of my story as to how I've got here right great thank you for that so just to recap it's a two-year postgraduate qualification that you do so you need to do an undergraduate degree before you get onto it when you're doing that qualification is that something that's funded or do you have to pay for it is it like an apprenticeship and are you earning at the same time? Or how does that work in terms of kind of the balance between studying and working? So at the moment, when I started, there was only two or three courses that offered the program. But now there's 30 odd. And so different universities will offer different funding programs. So some will be fully funded, especially if they're brand new courses to try and recruit people into them. Or some you will have to pay however much it is, maybe nine grand a year, which was what mine was. I was lucky enough to be offered a scholarship for my second year. So I, I paid the 9,000. But as I say, there are fully funded places as well. So depending on your situation, you know, that may differ where you apply. But ultimately, you will earn that money back once you have applied. Some people do work as they're doing the course as well obviously because some people need to. It is a lot harder to work as well as doing the course at the same time because you're you're just really in the deep end and there's a lot to cover, but it is possible. There is, that has been announced by the Health Education England, a different route to become a physician associate, which is apprenticeship scheme. It's only just going to be starting this year, so I'm not sure about the details of it, but it would mean that you are employed by a trust in conjunction with a university where you'll be learning on the job as you go out of getting paid. So that, again, is another option. And some other courses do offer a part-time course as well. I'm not sure about the ins and outs of that, but it is an opportunity for you to be able to work at the same time. Right, okay. But it sounds like more and more of these opportunities and other routes into the job are starting to open up that may offer flexibility for people in different situations. Yeah, Absolutely. What does a typical day look like for you in your job? So I start off the day, eight o'clock, we do handover, 
You talk about all the patients, how they how they've been overnight, any plans for the day and whatnot, and then we'll go on the ward round. So I go with the consultant, registrar, clinical nurse specialist as well, and we go around with each patient, seeing how they are, getting a plan for the day sorted, and then following on from the ward round. Myself and the other doctors will get started with the jobs for each patient. So that's organising scans, investigations, doing any referrals that we need, discussing different patients with different teams, chasing results, doing blood tests and cannulas. And then that kind of takes you through the whole day. But in between that, you'll be involved in teaching. So whether or not that's delivering or receiving teaching, we have teaching a few times a week on plastic surgery and pediatrics in general. And then usually in the afternoons, I'll either have a clinic or I will try to get to theatre as well and try and get that exposure and assisting in surgeries. Great. Okay. So a really good mix of different things, but ultimately working with patients in a very similar way to a doctor doing jobs and tasks for specific patient needs. Exactly. So yeah, I work alongside the junior doctors. It's good to note that a physician associate is different to a doctor, but we do work similarly. A big difference is that we don't prescribe, but hopefully that will come in time once we're regulated and then ordering ionizing radiation. But we do work alongside each other and help as part of the multidisciplinary team. Right. Okay. What is it that you like most about your job? So for me, I think. The best thing is that I get to know the patients quite well. Being a physician associate means you don't rotate in your job unless that's part of your job role. So I have been a plastics for two and a half years. I got to know patients very, very well, whereas doctors who rotate more frequently might not know them as, as, as in depth. So I like being a friendly face to patients. I feel that they are more comfortable, reassured that I'm there. And also just providing that continuity for the team. So if people have been off for a few months, we've got new people coming in, just being able to point them in the right direction, logistically helping them understand how different things work, but also just showing them how the, the place works. But mostly it's just getting to know the patients. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, absolutely. But I can imagine that actually for the junior doctors who are rotating quite a lot, you're kind of an invaluable resource because things work differently at different hospitals and you know exactly what to do to get the job done, basically. Exactly. We have found it much, much smoother on handovers now with physician associates. What is it that you find most challenging? I think, as I mentioned earlier, the most challenging thing is prescribing. Obviously, we have the training to be able to prescribe and we have that knowledge, but it's just the legality of it that we can't do. So I find... Part of it at the moment is just being quite annoying to have to ask people to prescribe things for you, even though I know that I know I have the knowledge for it. So that's probably the biggest challenge. Again, that will come in a few years, but it's just not there at the moment. So really, it's that that's the biggest limitation, I think. I guess another thing following on from being here and not rotating and saying goodbye to people, getting to know people and colleagues really well, and then, then moving on and meeting the next lot. I guess that's another little bit. What personal qualities or skills do you think are needed for your job? So I think being a physician associate, there are a few qualities that that the role attracts. 
attracts anyway. It attracts people that are really motivated and proactive. And the reason for that, I think, is that you are a postgrad. So you know that this is what you want to do. You have been through university, you've done a load of studying, and you've got to a point where you think, actually, this is the path I want. And so people tend to fall naturally into that. So the proactivity and motivation to kind of create your own job. Enthusiasm as well, just to really get stuck in, I think is a big one. And also just obviously having a caring nature. I think are the biggest things that a physician associate needs to have. Introducing yourself as a physician associate in different places because people may not have heard of that job role. So sometimes you have a lot of explaining to do about your job role. So if you're enthusiastic and motivated, you will come out of that in a positive way because sometimes it can get a lot. But if you are confident this is the job role for you, I think it, it works. Is there anything that you wish other people knew about your job? I guess I wish that a lot more people knew what it was. It'd be a good place to start. I wish that I knew about this when I was at school, I think, and doing my A-levels because I was feeling quite lost and I felt that it was either doctor or nurse and there wasn't anything else. So it was just to think that there are other options and not just to be a physician associate, to be an advanced clinical practitioner, to be an advanced nurse practitioner, to be all these other extended roles as well that that exist. I think that's the biggest thing that I wish I'd known. It's not affected the way I eventually got here, but knowing that would have been much more reassuring for me at the time. Yeah, I can really understand that. Finally, with that in mind, I guess, what advice do you have for students or young people who might have listened to this and think, actually, I think that might be something for me and might be thinking about a career as a physician associate? So what I would say is get some experience in any way, shape or form. So before I applied to do this, I worked as event first data with the British Red Cross. So, you know, you're seeing patients and people and treating them as best you can. And that was really, really useful experience for me. And I think having some sort of experience of a caring profession, whether or not that is, you know, medical on a ward or whatnot, or if it's a, as a carer or if it's as a HCA, or even if it's just shadowing a physician associate for some period of time, I think having that exposure and that experience is really, really useful for you. Great. That's really helpful. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for talking to me today and telling me all about your job. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to NHS Careers Untapped. To find out more about different career opportunities within the NHS, please check out our other podcasts available for streaming or download on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and YouTube. You can also find out about other events happening as part of the Careers Untapped project by registering on the Great Ormond Street Digital Education Network at the link provided in the episode description and searching NHS Careers Untapped. You can also find links to a couple of other great websites to check out, including healthcarecareers.nhs.uk and skillsforhealth.org.uk. This podcast was brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. If you want to find out more about our work, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.